morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening once again to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church, South Africa. Oh, friend, today we continue to look at our theme on compassion. Now, when you read the Gospels, you can actually learn a lot about God's compassion. And there is a story after story that references the compassion of Jesus within a situation for or for a specific person or for people. Now, I spoke a bit about compassion last night in a Bible study, and I read from Psalm 145 verse 8 and verse 9, which speaks of God being full of compassion. Now, the reason why I'm referring to this is because we need to learn compassion if we ever are going to have or if we are ever going to be compassionate. And the best place to learn compassion is from the one who is full of compassion, and that is God himself. You see, friend, compassion is not something that comes easy for us as humans. Sometimes it is easier for us to have compassion on animals or, or you know, things, other, other creatures that are not human beings. We tend to harden our hearts rather than have compassion towards people. Because being compassionate means that you must get involved. It means that you are picking up a burden to help this person carry some sort of burden. It can be different things. Compassion is not just feeling pity or sorry for the person, but compassion gets up and close. It acts and expresses love in a very tangible way, in a way that that person can experience this love. Compassion is always directed towards an object. It is not just a feeling. And there's a beautiful story in Luke chapter 10 that Jesus tells in showing the people really who is their neighbor. And he talks, tells a story about compassion. And the story goes from Luke 10 verse 30 to verse 35. And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at that place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him and bound up his wounds, and pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave it to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever you spend and more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Now here, friend, you see that this man had compassion on the victim. And this compassion that he had was not just a compassion that moved by. He did not just, you know, feel sorry or, or say, oh, shame, you know. But he really had a, a compassion on this person and, and this compassion moved him to take action. It says that he had compassion and immediately after that, he went to him. 
And here we see that compassion is the thing that moves us to get involved, to overcome the boundaries and to love regardless of the other person's situation. Compassion does not require a response from the person, nor does it seek a reward. For compassion in being able to love, being able to express love, that is the reward for compassion. And what does and what compassion does, however, seek is restoration. Compassion seeks to restore a person, to restore a relationship, to restore a life. Compassion seeks to redeem. It seeks to make whole again. It seeks to connect in order to create an opportunity for life, an opportunity for relationship. And every time Jesus had compassion on a person, it moved him to action. And we see, friend, that we can feel sorry for people and we can pity people. But if we do not have compassion, we will never act. And people will never understand nor feel the love that we say we have for them. In 1 John 3 verse 16 to 18, the Bible says, Hereby we perceive the love of God, because He laid down His life for us. Right. So how do we know that God loves us? How do we perceive it? How do we understand His compassion? Because He took action, He laid down His life. And we are to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whosoever has this world's good and sees his brother have need and shuts up his bowels of, of compassion for him, how does the love of God dwell in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. You see, a friend, that compassion is loving in deed and in truth. God has compassion on us and therefore he was moved to action, moved to love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That God took action because that is what compassion does, is it is moved by love to take action. And the first step in for us, for us in learning how to be compassionate towards other people is to receive and to understand God's compassion for you. Let God be a part of your life. Come to seek Him. Seek Him and then allow Him to move within your life. For only when you experience God's compassion will you ever know how to be compassionate towards others. Only when God is moving in your own life will you be able to move in the lives of other people. It is when we have experienced that personal touch of God in our lives, when we have experienced His compassion, that is, friend, when you will be able to have compassion on others. As Jesus said, He who is forgiven much loves much. Because when a person has been forgiven much, they have experienced God's compassion and therefore they can love much they can give a lot of compassion well thank you friends so much for listening today may god teach us to receive his compassion to understand his compassion 
and also to live out his compassion to those around us. May you have a wonderful day and as always, may God bless you.